doesn't look too bright. Normally, natural lighting, I rely on uh, natural lighting, but today I don't have that luxury because it's quite, it's quite gloomy outside, but it is what it is. Carry on. Uh, this week, uh, last week, I wrote an article about uh, reading Acid for the Children, which was Flea from the Red Hot Chili Peppers autobiography, and it was awesome. I'm a big fan of the band. I've been a big fan of his for a long time. Uh, I found their, you know, the Chili Peppers' funky bass lines mixed with the rap rock psychedelia sort of touched on emotions that most music couldn't when I was younger. It's, it was it was one of the first bands that uh, spoke to me on a, like an emotional primal level that I really understood that music was a lot more than just sound. It was a raw expression and their exploratory lyrics showed me as a child the limits of creativity and self-expression really uh, only existed if you created them. Flea is known for his free spirit, his loving attitude, pacing around on stage, wiggling his body as the music flows through him. There's a freeness there that uh, he embodies in his art, disregarding how he may appear to the outside world. A true artist who's in it for the love of the art, when most of us are horrified by how we look on camera or scared of how we may be perceived by our peers, he is all in, uh, completely enthralled in the love of the art itself. And that, I felt, was something worth recognizing, especially appreciating, especially in, uh, in today's society where we're so hyper-aware and fearful of being judged. Uh, in his book, there's a lot of wisdom that as a result of his uh, failures and mistakes and uh, horrible decisions that he made at the time. But through those horrible decisions, he was able to learn, which I think is probably the biggest message for all of us, is that uh, even our darkest points of our life could be used as a launching point to learn from that and become wiser as a result. But of all the things that I've learned in the book, the something that stood out to me enough to write and share this video, this article. I mean, previously it was an article, now it's a video as well. Uh, it was it was his idea on following your dreams. Flea goes into great detail about never feeling like you fit in, feeling like purpose was a confusing idea, and when everyone was preparing to put on a suit and tie, conform to the business world, it felt almost sacrilegious to him. He always loved music. It gave his life purpose. He knew regardless what it took, how much dedication and blood, sweat, and tears, all he could ever do with his life is become a musician. The part that stood out to me is when he spoke about the work required to be a musician. He mentioned it wasn't easy. Uh, you had to suck before you could shred on stage in your underwear. But uh, like anything, it's going to suck at first. So why not do something you love? Many of us tend to take the safe route, as if we expect the predictability of life to be easier than the unknown chance of following a dream. Too many wake up at 50, miserable and dead, angry at the world. Uh, so why not do what you love and get paid for it? Uh, I'm hoping our generation, at least, will have the self-awareness that even when you take the safe route, nothing is certain. Many break their backs so their boss can buy a new boat while they can barely make rent. Some, few, a very small percentile make it up the corporate ladder after years of back-breaking, demanding, demeaning work, only to develop a drinking problem, feeling apathetic and dead inside by the time they get there. Building success sucks. Hard work sucks. Failing sucks. It all sucks. But if it has to suck, why not suck at doing something you love? For one basis from a broken home, sucking at what he loved made sucking not so bad. Thank you for listening.